and welcome to the Forever and Always podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Katie. And today we're going to be talking about soulmates, going over the different types of soulmates, and talking about how to tell if you've found your soulmate. Yeah, and there are more than one type of soulmate. Yeah, there's many different types of soulmates, so we're going to go through all of that. But first, I do have a thought of the day. It's a quote that I heard. I can't remember where I heard it. It's kind of deep, so get ready. There is no right time, just time, and you choose what to do with it. Very nice. Isn't that good? Yeah, that's good. I love it. It's just like, there's never a perfect time to do something or to start something or, I don't know, to do what you want. So just do it now. There's literally no better time. That's great advice. Yeah. So, anyways, there's my thought of the day, but what's going on in your life, Chris? Any life updates? <laughs> nope, not really. Just been on set for different short film productions and stuff for my classmates, so that's been keeping me busy. We haven't really been hanging out because of that. Our schedules have been crazy. I know, I haven't seen Chris in a while, it feels like, because <laughs> he's been so busy. I mean, when we do hang out, like, when we do have time to be together, we're just watching Love Island for the most part. <laughs> so good. If you haven't seen the new season, you should definitely watch it, if you like reality TV. <laughs> yeah, it's fun to watch. Yeah, it's just, like, mindless TV. It's, like, something you put on when you don't want to really pay attention to, like, an intense show or something that you have to follow along with 24-7. Like, the whole time you're watching, you know? You can just put it on and not really think about it. Yeah, that's true. What about you? What's up with you? Mm, nothing really. I've been feeling super tired lately, but I've been getting a lot of sleep, so I'm not sure what's... I don't know what that's about. <laughs> I don't know why. You're probably not getting deep sleep. I don't know. Like, even right now, I feel so tired, but it's only 8 o'clock. So if anybody knows why this is happening please let me know and also I know I said I got a gym membership which I have been going but I didn't go yesterday or today so I don't think it's I'm tired from the gym because I didn't even go <laughs> so what is it why are you asking me? I don't know yeah. I'm just asking the world like what's wrong I guess I should just go to bed early tonight that's probably all it is but anyways <laughs> enough about me <laughs> all right let's talk about soulmates so there are six, according to, what's the doctor's name? So his name is Dr. Michael Tobin, and he is a family and marriage psychologist with over 40 years of experience in the industry. So he is a very experienced psychologist that knows a lot about relationships. So there are six different types of soulmates. Romantic soulmate, soul partner, karmic soulmate, companion soulmate, kindred soulmate, and a soul contract. <laughs> so we're going to go through each one of those. See, I haven't even heard of all of these types of soulmates. I thought it was just like a soulmate, like, oh, I met my soulmates, this one person that, like, we're meant to be together, and then that's that. Yeah. Well, I think the romantic soulmate is basically your soulmate who has the most romance and passion, and it burns throughout the relationship. And I think that's what you think of when you think of a stereotypical soulmate. Yeah, that's like the typical soulmate. We're soulmates, right? Yeah. Well, I think after we go through all of them, we'll see what we think they are. So wait, there's wait. also soul partner. <laughs> Hold on, stop right there. You don't think we're romantic soulmates? No, I do, but I think we're more than one. Oh, okay. All right, keep going. So there's soul partner, 
soul partner might not be romantic, but every time you see this person, time and separation does nothing to the relationship. So you kind of just pick up where you left off and you're good friends. And I feel like that happens with a lot of friends. So how do you know that it's like, can you be soul partners with multiple people? Because I feel like a soulmate is like one specific person. Oh, no? Well, that's the definition of a soul partner. And if it's not romantic, then it's like... So it's just somebody you have like a deep connection with that you are friends with, like on a friend level. Yeah, or it could be romantic. It just says it does not have to be romantic all the time. Hmm. Okay. So it could be like a romantic relationship where you no, don't see No, this one says it's not romantic. Well, I'm sure it could be romantic where if you see someone you haven't like seen in a long time romantically, oh, then you just true. pick up where you left off too. <gasps> Good point. Okay. So a soul partner is someone that you maybe are, your souls are connected no matter where you guys are in the world. Yeah. I like that. Okay. So the next one is a karmic soulmate. A karmic soulmate is somebody that you are in sync with about common purposes or goals. So you guys are both here in the, on the world to make a difference in some sort of way for somebody or something. Like you kind of have like a shared goal or mission and this is your partner that you are working towards those goals with. So I think it's somebody that maybe you have, like, a charity together with. It could be a coworker, just anyone that you work well with that you try to accomplish something. Or they inspire you and you inspire them. Yeah, and it says this kind of relationship, karmic relationship, doesn't require love or intimacy, but it just relies on putting your best selves forward to achieve something that matters. These are cute types of soulmates. What's the next one? Okay, so the next one is companion soulmates. This is kind of like the yin to your yang, so it's your friend. I think it's literally just like your best friend. Yeah, it's basically anyone that you enjoy life with and they keep you in check. So it could always be positive. It could be negative at some times, but they keep you in check. It's your ride or die. Mm -hmm. The next soulmate is the kindred soulmate. So this is kind of like someone you agree with everything and you have a lot of things in common with. So this doesn't have to be romantic either. It could be your friends and you could have multiple types of these kind of soulmates. They just kind of get you. I feel like with that one, it's somebody that has like the same sense of humor as you. Like you just get along with like the same sort of vibe and sense of humor and that sort of relationship yeah that's how i'm interpreting it okay so then the next one or the last one actually is soul contracts so it says that this is an interesting type of soulmate because it's when two people are bound by a common commitment to speak the truth be emotionally open with one another open up to deceit and be authentic so a soul contract is maybe like a married couple where one spouse cheated but they stay together and they don't stay together for the kids or the appearance or the appearances but because there's a deep law of attraction within them like pulling them together for their lifetime that's interesting i don't yeah. know about that one i think this is like the most toxic kind of soulmate that's very controversial <laughs> what yeah i guess i think it's just someone that like they have a deep devotion to you and a loyalty and that's just like their personality also yeah but how can they be your soulmate if they cheat on you well i just think it's a toxic like soulmate type thing where (laughs) there's no such thing as toxic oh weird because this (laughs) professional just 
defined one as that. Yeah, it's yeah, literally called a soul. My, yeah, it's called a soul ma- contract. The rest are soulmates, except for soul partner. Yeah, they're my soulmate, but they're toxic, so... This is, like, it reminds me of, like, if you're in a gang or something, then you're gonna... What? No, keep, keep going. <laughs> if you're... You're giving me a look, but that's what it is. A deep devotion or loyalty, even if they do you wrong. So if you're in a gang, and you would take the blame for someone, even if it's not your thing, like, that's the type of... Yeah, I totally that's how I see it. that. Yeah, I guess that makes more sense. Like, somebody that you are completely loyal to... Like, I know there's family members and people you know, and family fight, but you're always going to be there for your family. And, you know, no matter what, you're still like attached to this person in some form. Yeah. So that's what I think that this kind of category falls under. Yeah, that makes sense. So what kind of soulmate do you think we are? I think romantic soulmate because I, when we were reading through these, like somebody else came to my mind for like every single one of them pretty much. Really? Because I think, for me, soulmate is a mix of romantic soulmate and the karmic soulmate. Because the karmic soulmate, they keep you in check. Uh, You're on in sync about common purposes. For me, it, like, reminds me of, like, a teammate, even, too. Which is, like, you would want your spouse to be your teammate. Yeah. Well, I think, in a way, you encompass all of these. Like, you're somebody that we pick up where we left off, we don't see each other for a while, and we keep each other in check, and you're, like, my partner in crime, the yin to my yang, and all of these. So, I think, like, you're a combination of every single one, but if I had to choose just one, like, you would be my romantic soulmate, the one that I think of that's, like, oh, that's my soulmate for life, like, my person. And I think that, yes, you can have multiple people for all of these, but when I think of soulmate, I specifically think of, like, one person. Like, not just in my life, but I think that, like, the way I view it is that, like, a soulmate is just one person that you're, like, connected with, whether it's romantically or karmically, companion, kindred, any of these, I feel like we each have, like, one main soulmate in in all of these categories. Or we haven't met them yet. That's the thing, too. It's like, maybe there's multiple people that can fit into these categories, but in my mind, there's, like, one main person that's, like, tops everybody else, if you've met them. Does that make sense? Yeah, but do you think that there's you only have one soulmate, then? I think that I have, like, one romantic soulmate, one... I don't know. That's hard, though, actually, now that you say that. Because I feel like a lot of my friends are, I have, like, deep connections with them, and I pick up where okay, I left off with all my this? friends. Not, like, friends or anything. I'm just saying, like, soulmate in general. Your definition of soulmate, you think I'm your soulmate. I think you're my soulmate, too, but do you think there's only one soulmate for everyone? No. Yes and no. Like, I do think that there are multiple soulmates. I've also read that there's like three main types of soulmates. There's like a friendship soulmate and then there's your current soulmate who you're like in a romantic relationship with and then there's a soulmate that is like your soulmate but you guys met at the wrong time. So it's like right person wrong time type of thing. So I feel like there are multiple soulmates for people but it's just like as your life changes and as the phases of your life change like your soulmates your soulmates can also change because life is changing so much and people are growing and your goals change and 
I don't know. That's kind of tricky. What do you think? Do you think that you just have one soulmate? No, I think that you, like you said, that you might have met someone at the wrong time and they could have been your soulmate. It depends on the person and who's viewing them, right? So, like, for me, I don't believe that, like, anyone's perfect and there's only one true soulmate. I think you can make your soulmate who it is and, you know, kind of mold it into whoever you're in love with and whatnot. Yeah, that's true. Because I feel like anybody who is in a relationship with somebody, like a serious relationship, they always say, oh, you're my soulmate. Like, we would say that when we were dating, before we were even married. And it's like, what does that even mean? You know, it's just somebody you like, right? That's what I thought in the beginning, right? Like, that's just what people say. Like, you're my soulmate. Really? You thought that? What do you mean? I didn't think that. Think what? That, like, that's what my soulmate was like i just feel like soulmate is such an oversaturated word that people are always like oh you're you know you know what i'm saying like it's just something that is almost a joke kind of like you say that to people you're in a relationship with because it just is like a phrase i i never did i never did before i met you but i'm saying this is how i viewed the word soulmate before we, like, actually started researching it. Once we got married, we would always say, like, you're my soulmate. Okay, but when we were dating and we said that, what did you... When we were dating and we said that, like, I truly did feel like you were my soulmate. I never have really said that to anybody else, but I feel like the word soulmate can sometimes come across as, like, a cheesy sort of catchphrase. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is this making any sense? Because I feel like the look on your face is just pure confusion, and I'm kind of... Well, to me, you're saying, like, people just say soulmate like I love you, like they throw it around. Yes, that's exactly what I'm trying to say. Like, sometimes it can be thrown around. Not personally in my life, but just in general, that word I feel like is thrown around. But since we've been, like, actually researching it and reading about it, it's really interesting. And I feel like the more that we learn about specific types of soulmates, like, I do think that's a real thing and that God and the earth and everything can just push two people together like everything happens for a reason and people are supposed to meet whether it's because they are each other's soulmates or they are introducing them to their soulmate or anything like that yeah well and i think it's like you as a person have to give someone else a chance to be that like a soulmate and it doesn't Mm -hmm. just like right off the bat you're someone's soulmate and if that's the case then you should probably question it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. because it I feel like a soulmate, you build up to being a soulmate. So you're saying that people, you can kind of like mold your soulmate. You can pick somebody that you like or are in love with and you kind of shape them to be the person that is quote unquote your soulmate. But I feel like a soulmate is someone that's like the universe before you guys even know each other knows that you two are like meant to be together. And I think that is like the whole sort of definition of a soulmate right it's like two people that are just meant to find each other like there's the world is like attracting them to each other so it's like not something that's molded it's something that's what's the word well like magnetic no i agree but you can be magnetic and like be attracted to someone and then just totally not let them be your soulmate like you could put your guard up you could Mm-hmm. Oh, I see what you're saying. Did you, before meeting me or getting married or anything, you were like, this is who my soulmate is? 
Like, in my head? Yeah. No, I had no idea. I feel like no one does. So it's like, you just, that's why I say you build up to it. It's like, oh, I love you. I more than love you. I think you're my soulmate. That's, it's yeah. past love. Like, that's what soulmate is to me. Oh, no, yeah, I completely agree. Uh, sorry, I think I was confused on what you were saying. But what that 100% makes sense. Because I agree, like, oh, the universe might bring these two people together, but it's like, the universe brings so many different people together at different times that it's like, like you said, it just depends. But is a person really your soulmate if you don't actually make a connection with them? So say you're talking to somebody and it doesn't work out, the other person ends up ghosting you, and like that was supposed to be your soulmate. Technically, that that isn't your soulmate, right? Because soulmates are, like, destined to meet, right? I mean, yeah. I, you're, why are you asking me? I think that I, you, No, I'm asking what you think. I think, what I think is, that doesn't mean you're a soulmate. That's just a person that you're supposed to meet. What I'm saying is, I don't believe that, like, if someone were to walk into my life and they had a label, like, this could be his soulmate, I think that it has to build up to that. Where it's like, oh, I enjoy being around this person. No, yeah, oh, I agree. then I, I'm romantically interested in them. Like, there's things in common, and there's a whole bunch of things that start falling in place, and it builds up to being your soulmate. I know. I'm, I never questioned that. Nobody meets somebody and is, like, right off the bat, like, this is my soulmate. Otherwise, that's, like, really creepy. Of course, it's, like, sequence of events, and then you finally realize that's your soulmate. But if soulmates are this sort of mysterious magnetic thing that you are meant to find one day on you know your journey in life then it's like you're gonna meet them one day right if it's such like a a force that's like everybody's gonna find their soulmate like but I don't think everyone does oh you don't that's you think everyone does I don't know think about how many people get divorced how many people like aren't happy in their marriages and how many people like think of other things or get married for the wrong reasons Mm -hmm. or they're with the person for the wrong reason. Not every couple is a soulmate. That's a good point. That's a really good point, actually. Some people have, like, this ideal of a soulmate. It's like God or Jesus where you can never actually become, like, the perfect person or whatever deity you think is perfect, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So it's, like, never attainable. So if you always, like, oh, but she doesn't have this, or oh, he doesn't have that, or he's not like this, or he's not that tall, or, you know, there's so many different factors. It's like, if it's not your soulmate in your head, then you're not letting it happen. Because the universe is giving you a soulmate that they think you deserve. Yeah. Well, I think that's what's beautiful about soulmates. It's like, supposedly, somebody that is you're connected to with your soul. It's not about the physical appearance or anything. It's just somebody that you are drawn to because of who they are on the inside. Yeah. It's almost like a, a long-form video game where it's almost a side mission. It, you, can finish, you can finish the game by doing all of the main objectives and stuff, but on the side, like, if you get your soulmate, then great. But if not, it's not like you have to get it. <laughs> it's not like your mission in life failed. No, I completely agree. It's like if you don't find your soulmate in life, well, I, that's what I think is I think everybody at least finds one form of their soulmate, whether it's like your ride or die best friend type of soulmate or your romantic soulmate or any of those things. Like you'll, you're probably bound to meet at least one. No, I agree. I think that we probably have run it like personally, you and me probably have run into like what two or three soulmates in our life, but maybe it was like wrong time, 
wrong place. Like we got married pretty early. So it's like, you could have met your soulmate at like as a teenager and it's like, you're a teenager. So you're not going to actually be with that person. Right. But some people do, they like stick it out and they're that, that's their mm-hmm. soulmate. Yeah. I don't like think, high school sweethearts and stuff like that. I don't think I met my soulmate when I was a teenager. I think you're my soulmate now. I know. But <laughs> I'm just saying like, there's like cases where, or like in college, maybe you had a class with a kid that you just didn't talk to, but you had a feeling that you should have talked to him. And maybe he did too, but he never like felt like he should have, right? That's weird. So, see, like, you think that way, but in my mind, it's like, that's the reason I didn't talk to any of those people. And that, because here's the way I view it is like, I went to school at Utah State of all places, all the way from Georgia. And Chris went to Utah State, and, you know, he's from Utah, so he could have gone to multiple schools in in the state of Utah, because I know you wanted to stay kind of closer to home, and, like, I applied to Utah State, but then I, my first two years there, I kind of was, like, hating it. I just wanted to get out of Logan. It was such a small town, and I really wanted to be in Salt Lake City. Like, I liked Utah as a whole, but a lot of my friends freshman year know that I was, like, struggling and I wanted to get out. It was just such a small town, and it was, like, driving me crazy. I applied to the University of Utah, and I got accepted, and I was, like, making plans to move there and to go to school because University of Utah is in Salt Lake City. So I was, like, making plans to go to school there, figuring out my roommate situation, getting an apartment. Like, I almost signed a lease, and I was just so close to leaving Utah State. And then I decided to stick it out uh, one more year. I was like, if I'm going to defer my acceptance for one more year, and if I don't like it, I will decide to go to University of Utah and then that next semester is when I met you so I feel like that is just like 100% fate yeah but I'm saying like in another life you would have just transferred to Utah Uh. and then we would have never met and then you would have maybe down the road found a different soulmate in like just down the street or at another (laughs) point of your life you know what I'm saying I don't believe that you took the path that you did and maybe eventually we would have met in one way or another, but I think that there's always so many different paths that people take that they could have met maybe one of their soulmates. Because like you said, there's no way there's one soulmate, but there are maybe like two or three that you will meet in your life that you could. I don't know. I don't believe that. See, like, I think if I would have transferred, I would have met you at like a football game or like something. Like our worlds would have collided. Like, I would have been at a party at Sigma Chi at the U, and you would have came down with the other six from Utah State, and, like, boom, we would have met. Like, I just feel like no matter what had happened on, like, my path, like, we still would have met. That's how I view soulmates. Like, I totally agree. I said, I think that could be a possibility, but I also think that... It's like you never know. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. That's so weird to think about. Yeah. Okay, so... If you want to know if you've met your soulmate, there's kind of like 10 little hacks, I guess, or tips. Who knows if this is actually true, but we'll just read it. So number one, you just know it. You just absolutely know that this person is your soulmate and you guys are connected in that way. Number two, 
you've crossed paths before. So maybe you have like seen this person or been in the same place at the same time, but you didn't connect. And then something leads you to connecting. See, this is what I was talking about. Like, remember we met at a party and like we briefly connected, but we didn't really talk after that for like a year. And then boom, we connected. Yeah. Soulmates. Yeah, that's true. What? I feel like you don't think I'm your soulmate. I do. I feel like there's also a chance that we would have never met, and then maybe we never met our soulmate in general either, too. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, there's so many different... Maybe we met, like, a different type of soulmate, like, later on down the road or before... Or even later on, we just don't even find a soulmate. And it's like, oh, I just wanted to focus on my career. Don't you think? (laughs) Yeah. You're my soulmate. No, no, no. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I'm just saying that there's, what's it called? Like, where there's, like, so many alternate universes. I know. It's just so, like, trippy to think about. It's kind of making my brain, like, like, I'm already tired and delusional. And now I'm just like, (laughs) what the... I get what you're saying, like, maybe not everybody meets their soulmate, so, you know, maybe it's, like, if I were to go to a different school or never went to Utah or whatever, like, the path was, mm-hmm. it's, like, maybe we would have never met, and then it's, like, you'd never meet your soulmate. Yeah. I don't know. But that just goes into the next tip, which is your souls meet at the right time. Like you said, we met before, and maybe it wasn't the right time, and then we met again, and it was the right time. Yeah. And it's funny because we always talk about how, like, when me and you met each other at that party, like, neither of us were ready to be in a relationship. Yeah. And then when we met, like, later on, we both were ready to be, like, committed to somebody else, which is kind of crazy to think about. Yeah, that's true. See, that's another thing. Maybe you were soulmates and the other person wasn't ready to commit. Maybe you you cross paths with your soulmate and then they aren't, like, ready... They're just having a hot girl summer. Yeah, they're just having a hot girl summer. But then next summer, you meet them again. (laughs) Maybe. Or you're saying they meet somebody else, and that's their soulmate because they're in a different phase of life. Yeah, or they meet someone else that's not their soulmate, and they're dating them, and then they... Break up. Well, maybe they break up, or you never meet that one soulmate that you were supposed to meet at that Mm -hmm. point in time again. That is weird. I do feel like people have, like, a funny way of coming into your life, though, like... Say we're talking about this random person who's, like, having a hot girl summer, and then she goes on and lives her life. I feel like just the way that life works out, like, her brother would end up being best friends with this guy, or, like, her friend would date him, and, like, that's how he would be coming into her life, you know? Like, just weird stuff works out like that, don't you think? I think you're watching too many (laughs) rom-coms. I'm watching Love Island. Yeah, this is like a, I don't think everyone's (laughs) life is a movie like that. Oh my gosh, I'm like, my life's a movie. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Life is weird like that, though. Well, and it's like, so you're telling me that someone who was born in the same town and then married a person from down the street, that was their soulmate, the person just down the street. It wasn't some person (laughs) that they might have... I don't know. That is true. Like, what if you just never leave your hometown and then, like, what are the odds that your soulmate is there? Probably slim. (laughs) Yeah, but, and then there's a lot of people, there's not just one person that marries someone from their hometown. Usually, like, half the town marries someone from their own hometown. Yeah. 
I don't know. Sorry, I'm not trying to be depressing or anything. No, but I'm just saying like the real, the realistic I know, view you're on. You're such soul like dates. a realist, and I'm such a dreamer, and it's just like. We need we need the psychologist here to clear up some issues. <laughs> <laughs> but another good tip to know that you found a soulmate is you're calm and at peace with them. Oh. Another way to tell if you've met your soulmate is you know each other's flaws and the benefits in them. So, of course, that sounds kind of silly. Like, how do my flaws have benefits? But... Your flaws are what makes you, you, and just as your positives do, and usually you're the person that you're with, or your best friend, or your families, they, they don't notice those flaws about you at all, and I think it's Or important. if they do, they don't care. Yeah, or, yeah, that's true. Maybe they know them, or they notice them, but it doesn't bother them at all. The last two tips are... You're not afraid to have a conversation with them on any type of topic. And you're not threatened by their alone time. Oh, that's good. See, I feel like this is a really deep conversation that we're having. And that's good, though. That we can have these types of conversations and talk to each other on a level that's like we're actually really getting to know each other. I know. You were about to cry when I was talking about the soulmates. You're like, wait, you don't think we're soulmates? (laughs) I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> I'm going to be sleeping on the couch tonight, everyone. <laughs> no, no. You saved yourself there at the end, but that was close. <laughs> You're very close. Wait, what was the last one again? You're not threatened by alone time. Oh. Yeah, everybody needs space. I think if you're threatened by somebody spending alone time, that's very weird. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to respect... Like, another person's personal space. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good sign, honestly. Yeah. And I'm, I think, I'm feeling more confident that we're soulmates after reading those. Yeah, well, and I think the <laughs> ultimate thing is, like, a soulmate completes you as a person, or they make you a better person, and vice versa. Yeah. And honestly, who cares about the rules? This is literally made up... Well, who knows if it's made up? We don't know. But, yeah. like... A soulmate can be whatever you want it to be, or whoever you want it to be. Yeah, a soulmate is like your own personal definition, because... Nobody can really define that. Yeah, just That's yourself. why it's so, like, mind-blowing to think about. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, we're gonna get Katie to bed, so thank you guys for listening. And we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye.